welcome home. This is Audio XP for the 2nd of May 2020, and the title of this episode is Fighting Back. Yeah, I guess that's a strange title, especially as this episode has news of COVID-19 cancellations. But it also has stories of people actively getting on with their life, companies trying new things, and sorting out some sort of progress. I mean, is this the new normal? This week, Geek Native added face masks to the web store. Why? Well, Redbubble, the company that powers the store, making eat item on demand, added in face masks. These weren't depriving health workers of PPE because, quite frankly, they're not medical grade masks. These are the masks that you wear to reduce the chances of you infecting somebody else. Here in Scotland, the government is now officially requesting that citizens wear them. So, why not? I adapted as many of the designs already in the store as possible. Yep, I even turned the famous last words into face masks. Hopefully that's sassier than it is tacky, but so far the dragon and the cursed dice have been the most popular designs. The more significant COVID-19 versus geek story of the week, though, is the cancellation of the UK Games Expo. Gen Con has decided to delay, delay registration, but at the time of recording, it's still hoping to go ahead. UK Games Expo already moved once. In fact, Tabletop Scotland, another convention, even rescheduled to stay out of their way. But it looks as if the UK is lagging behind in recovery, especially after we got around to factoring the deaths in care homes. As a result, I guess the UK Games Expo people thought it was unlikely that the NEC, that's the venue, would be either free or safe to use this year. I mean, there's currently an emergency hospital at that location. Now, no UK Games Expo is disappointing for gamers, but it can be seriously bad news for companies. It's a marketplace. It's where the big news is made. Sure, you can sell online, but without the mouthpiece of the convention to broadcast your latest goodies, then who is going to know to check out your store? And with that in mind, I'm pleased and a bit pressured to present Bitrays on Geek Native. Bitrays are a new invention, and you're going to hear, and you were going to hear about them at the UKGE. Now you're hearing about them here instead. Well, what's a bitray? They are fold-up trays to store your meeple tokens and cards during a board game session. They're also very pretty. I encourage you to check out the site and the pictures that we have of all rolled up designs. Now, you may well have heard of All Rolled Up too. They're essentially the company that invented the fold-up dice trays that are so popular as Kickstarter bonuses. If you have an official publisher-branded dice tray, then it's probably an old rolled-up one. The bit trays are similar in design, but smaller in surface area and designed to support cards so you can draw from them during the game. Geek Native has three sets of rainbow bit trays inbound, That's what I could do to thank All Rolled Up for letting me talk about them. But I don't need three sets of bait trays, though, so I'm going to give them all away, and there's a competition on the site. The competition is easy to enter, but hard to win. All you need to do is log into the widget to manage your entry, but you're not going on any mailing lists. I just need the widget to pick winners at random. To get one chance of winning a set of seven bait trays, you need to tell the widget whether you've ever lost a piece of a board game. You get another chance of being a winner if you visit the old rolled up Facebook. Just visit, you don't even have to like it. 
Now, there is another competition on the site this week too. It's for Life is Strange Volume 3. That's the official comic book spin-off from the game. To enter that competition, you also have to answer a multiple-choice question, and there's no wrong answers. Where are all the time travellers from the future? Right now, each chance you have of winning Life is Strange is about a 2% chance. Sorry to say that if more people flood the competition as a result of this podcast, then that will go down, but I still think a 2% chance is a pretty strong odd of winning a competition. Okay, so that's a story about All Rolled Up launching their clever new bit trays over the internet. Here's another COVID-19 story that begins with the unpleasant news of Stephen Hunt losing his job because of it. Stephen Hunt is also known as the RPG publisher The Groaning Frog. In response to being jobless, Stephen is running a Kickstarter to start a new digital fantasy RPG magazine. It's called Dungeon Master's Adventure Pack and it's funded. I talked to Stephen and I asked questions like, have you done the math? Could this really replace your job? I also asked what happens to the magazine if a new job turns up. Stephen must have given good answers though because the Kickstarter is going from strength to strength. Sometimes good news is hidden in bad. For example, the D&D movie has now officially been delayed until 2022. In fact, I think Paramount means they're not even starting the D&D movie at all, 2022. Bad news, right? Well, maybe. I took it as confirmation that Paramount is taking the D&D movie seriously enough to mention it. It's not cancelled. So despite having no actors cast for any role, it still seems like the studio is working on the project. I'm calling that good news. While we're talking about movies, I recommend the short film The Beacon. It was posted on the site this week. It's 25-minute sci-fi with some great effects. In the grey box under the video on Geek Native, you will find a teleport link, which will take you to another randomly selected short movie. Honestly, if you're bored, there's a decade worth of discoveries on the site to enjoy. Also, if you have time, I think it's worth reading through the long interview I had with Steve Bean. Steve Bean Games won the April RPG Publisher Spotlight. Because of how COVID-19 has messed up schedules this month, we didn't manage to publish anything at the start of April. We did manage to get the interview live at the end of the month. And we talked about the forthcoming RPG Wizard Realms. We also talked about how Steve dumpster-dived an historical war games mini factory way back at the start of the fantasy hobby. I talked to Steve about the impact of COVID-19, and he's bullish on it. He thinks the industry will weather the storm. A company I'm sure that will come out of the lockdown is Games Workshop. They're already beginning to reopen stores in countries that are loosening restrictions. Games Workshop has also arranged a short-term overdraft of £25 million. That's handy for paying bills while waiting for sales to resume, right? I don't begrudge Games Workshop their success, nor the £70 they think they'll make this year. However, GeekNate's RPG publisher Spotlight, which is made possible by patrons and which results in chats with the likes of Steve Bean, is specifically designed to support the smaller players. An initiative called to Play It Forward is starting on Monday the 4th of May and will run until the 17th. In it, one bookshelf, Wizards of the Coast, White Wolf and Fantasy Grounds are also doing their bit to support indie publishers. Play It Forward is built around the web stores, the DMs Guild, and the Storytellers Vault. You buy either D&D 5e or World of Darkness accessories and supplements at those sites. And when you do, 
Usually the money is split three ways, between one bookshop, who run the sites, the company that the game was written for, and finally, the creators of the product. During Play It Forward, the creators will get 100% of the money. In other words, one bookshop, Fantasy Grounds, White Wolf and Woods of the Coast are waiving their fees. That's not the only great story of cooperation out this week. BBC Books, Penguin Random House, The Doctor Who magazine, Titan Comics, Escape Hunt, A Big Finish and Immersive Everywhere have teamed up on a huge Doctor Who event called The Time Lord Victorious. This event will feature three Doctors, Nine, Ten and the War Doctor, as well as a companion Rose. You get to meet them in new fiction, comic books and audio drama. You can even take part yourself with escape rooms and interactive theatre. That sounds like an epic amount of work, but also a hugely fantastic way to experience the fandom. Time Lord Victorious will run for 12 weeks when it kicks off this September. Let's stick with cooperation for now. There's another bit of RPG news and the collaboration between Nocturnal Media and Chaosium. Nocturnal Media has an Ice Age game called Worm. This week, Chaosium has announced that they're picking the game up with distribution and logistics support. I take that to mean that Chaosium sees the future in Worm and that there are plans for the series. One to watch. A brand new game out this week is the result of an RPG publisher working with the estate of a hugely popular fantasy author to bring a series to life on the tabletop. Lioness is the tabletop RPG based on the fantasy series by Jack Vance. The game is written by the design mechanism and uses the Mithras system. Perhaps the most surprising game news this week is a board game. There's a new The Hobbit-themed board game from those FXX wizards, Wetter Workshop. The game, as far as I can see, is all about winding up Bilbo. The Hobbit, an unexpected party, is based on that scene when the dwarves start to turn up at Bag End. You get to drink, make a mess, help yourself to food while singing the song The Things That Bilbo Hates. You have until the song finishes or until Thorin turns up to be the victor. The trick, though, is not to push Bilbo so far that he finally protests. Maybe in the post-lockdown world, that game will adapt well to be a drinking game. In the meantime, though, there are some online events to look forward to. Registration for Pazioko on Online is now open, and you need to register to book your place at a virtual tabletop if you want to take part in any games. If you prefer just to sit back and watch other people play, then Wizards of the Coast are hosting a comic relief stream. Does comic relief happen in the US? This comic relief is the British one, and four British comedians are playing the game that will last two to three hours. It will raise funds by letting people donate money in order to suggest to the comedians what their characters can do. Lastly, let's finish with what could be huge news in the UK, and which perhaps should be huge news but which I suspect will go mostly unnoticed by the gaming world here. The British government has announced plans to remove VAT from ebooks. In theory, that's all downloads from D&D Beyond, HEO, Drive Through RPG, and the DMs Guild will be 20% cheaper. So why do I think it will be ignored? Well, I suspect retailers will find it much easier and more attractive just to pocket that 20% difference. That's if they ever file their UK tax returns in the first place. Recoding sites so that British buyers pick up that tax saving might be a pain. But you know, perhaps that's not terrible. If it's easier for RPG supplements to be more profitable, 
then maybe that will help publishers too. So let's call today and on that note, wrap it up. Speak to you next week.